Hello and welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 7D energy healer, and Akashic reader. I help women heal on a physical and emotional level so that they can feel delicious and magnetic. After all, isn't that the whole point? Look, you've done the basic bitch wellness stuff, but you're still bloated, tired, and in pain. And that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without all the fluffy bullshit. You're going to walk away with insight, tools, and tips to finally heal your body, mind, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode. I hope you liked the new intro. We we revamped it up. We made it more true lit live fashion, but yeah, I think it's really fun. So we're going to jump into today's episode and today's episode is extra special because I have incorporated basically an interactive component where I'm going to get you guys to answer some questions. We're going to lead you through an exercise on worthiness. So you're going to learn, but I'm also going to take you through kind of like it's almost like you're getting a mini experience of what it's like to be one of my clients. And yeah, we're going to go through it all. So we're going to talk about worthiness, how to raise it, what to do, all the signs. So let's go ahead and jump in. So every day in our own way, we each wake up, you know, get ready, connect with the world, you know, produce or create in some way that we feel contributes to making our life more meaningful. But if we are getting up and going out into the world, hoping for some outside force or person or experience to give us our internal sense of self-worth and self-value, then we're going to end up exhausted, depleted, you know, draining ourselves, trying to validate our sense of self from an external force. So what would this look like? This might look like our boss, you know, validating us, our partner validating us, random people on the street validating us, a friend, um, you know, anything like that, something outside of ourselves to make us feel smart, intelligent, beautiful, worthy, amazing. And each of us have, you know, these goals, dires, desires, dires, desires and dreams that really exist beyond the reality of our day-to-day lives. And while some may seem, you know, further away than others, understanding your innate worthiness to receive your dream life and valuing your inherent talents and abilities as like a unique soul person, you know, having this human experience is one of the easiest ways to align with your dream life. And this is like, I find worthiness is honestly the, I would say the crux of like 99.9% of the people, you know, I work with, whether it is in one-on-one, whether it's in well-nourished, goddess activation, energy healings, um, Akashic readings, it comes up, like I said, 99.9% of the time is this worthiness thing or not feeling worthy. That's also why, like I created goddess activation in a separate way to kind of really help you dive into your worthiness and self-love and heal all that. So definitely check that out. But we somewhere along the way learned that, you know, I'm not good enough, you know, and you, I hear this in one form, you know, or another from all of my clients. And it may not be the words, I'm not good enough, but certain actions or certain things made you feel like you were not enough, you know? So most people get hit by these feelings of, you know, unworthiness at certain phases in their lives. And unfortunately it can become a long-term issue, especially when we, you know, have felt this way for a long time. There's, there's a few reasons for this, right? So most of us had parents who 
couldn't see who we really are intrinsically, right? The qualities we were born with. And so they can often, and no fault of their own, like they're only human, but they project their own lack of self-worth onto us and have us judged by our externals, our behaviors, our looks, our performance. And whether this is in sports, whether this is in school, whether this is, you know, like I said, looks, what you look like, depending you know, how your mom felt about her looks or, you know, what your pressure was like to perform in school. I remember, and I think I've definitely said this on the podcast before, but I remember coming home with my, you know, science test that I was so proud of and it was 98% and my mom asked me what happened to the 2%. And so things like that where they stick with you or whether, you know, you didn't do this in soccer or this in dance or didn't get this medal or whatever it was, right? And so this continued in school where compliance, looks, performance are often what are rewarded rather than kindness, empathy, compassion, integrity, right? Like there's no, you don't get an A for empathy or an A for kindness, right? You, you get an A for whether you performed well in math or whether, you know, I'm going to say like, if you did beauty pageants or whatever like that, or whether you did something on the volleyball team, whatever it is, right? And then we move on to things like the media, right? Including like social media. And my God, am I glad I am not growing up in a, like my niece who like had to grow up in this day and age. Like, no, thank you. But you know, we have things like the media, which continues to support defining ourselves externally by where we live, the clothes we wear, the money we have, the life achievements, quote unquote, that we hit and like a ring on the finger, a child, you know, and as you get older, all of these things. And then you have people like movie stars or, you know, quote unquote celebrities, etc., who are celebrated regardless of the kind of people they are. Right. Like, and so I want you to really think about and like pause. This whole episode is going to be basically a, a pause and reflection, but I want you to think about first, how often do you feel truly seen heard and understood by those people who are close to you. Now, this is a very important question that might bring up very strong feelings for you because often the true problem at the heart of your feelings of not being good enough is that you are not seeing, hearing, or understanding yourself. You don't know who you for like fully are. And this is often, of course, you know, tied into wounds that come from fear of being seen, fear of like being too much, et cetera. And we're going to dive into that, right? But the this worthiness wound lies deep in our bodies. And this can include things like feeling not enough, feeling disconnected, feeling unlovable, feeling shame uh, of who you are, what you look like, or what you have, or what you don't have, right? But what we need to really remember is that we are not born feeling unworthy. Very quickly, however, life, you know, on this planet Earth taught us that, you know, this is less than or taught us that if you don't have this or are this, then you are less than. And so this sense of shame, you know, comes in and challenges not only your childhood, but it also comes into receiving or not receiving the unconditional love we crave, right? Because a lack of worthiness, not feeling worthy basically means somewhere along the line, you learned that love wasn't unconditional, that love was based on something. And unfortunately, again, no fault of our parents, no one's like shaming parents here, but they get very excited. They reward you when you get an A, when you win the soccer match or team, when you do this, when you do that. 
And that excitement that they give you basically makes you learn like, oh, I get love only when I do X, Y, Z. So if I'm not doing X, Y, Z, then I am not worthy of love. And then depending on, you know, if we layer parents and coaches and teachers and media and friends, all these things that we're supposed to live up to are supposed to be quote unquote perfect. And I did do a perfectionism episode to go and listen to that as well. Um, But then we end up feeling that we have to be quote unquote perfect or live up to these standards in order to feel worthy. And then if we're not, then we end up getting shame or feeling shame. And if you guys listened to the last past podcast episode before this on raising your vibration, I break down all the different frequencies of feelings and shame is like 20. And just so you know, like love is like 500. So 20 is very low. 20 is like shame is like the lowest thing that you can feel. So you're not going to be able to, you know, live in love and, you know, raise your self-worth and feel worthy if you're feeling the frequency of shame. You're not going to be able to feel love if you're feeling frequency of shame. You're not going to be able to bring in abundance or magnetic or get that dream job, that dream house, that dream relationship, make more money, feel more like better in your body, etc. if you're still holding on to that shame. So definitely go back and listen to that episode as well if you want to understand more of the frequency of shame. But that's why the sense of shame basically comes in and you add in the mix of, you know, your mom's worthiness wound and how it manifests in her life and the life of her mom and then your friends and then media. And then you basically have all the ingredients to create like this mess of a worthiness wound. So I want to break down really how does the worthiness wound manifest, right? Because depending on your circumstances and various like life conditions, your personality, everything like that, it can manifest in different ways. And people often like when I ask them like about their worthiness, they're like, oh yeah, it's fine. And then I break these down and they're like, oh shit. So um, number one is like addictions and self-sabotaging behaviors. So if you always feel like you have something, then you lose it. You have money, then you lose it. You have friends and then you lose it. You have relationships and you lose it or you sabotage or you ruin things, etc. That's worthiness wound. Also a deep fear of taking a stand for something because you fear of other, what like other people are going to think of you basically not doing something because you're scared of what other people think. If you are scared of other people think you are basing your worth on something external And I said this before, and I'll say it again. You will never feel worthy if your worthiness is constantly coming from an external source. It's never, ever going to be enough. You have to feel worthy, whole, and deserving first on your own. And again, that's about getting back to the place where you are worthy because you were born. End of story. That's it. So that's another one. Caring people think, big worthiness wound. Keeping your heart closed, Big worthiness wound. Um, if you feel like you're not able to let people in, like into your heart, open up, or you or you feel like you've been told by whether it's friends or romantic people or anything like that that you're very closed off, that's a big sign. Not making like the type of you know money or career moves that you desire because your net worth is connected to your self worth. You what you get in life, whether it's you know what you get in your career, your relationships, is all direct direct reflection of what you believe you're worthy and deserving of. I had to learn this the hard way. This is major, major key. I remember, and I've told the story before, but I'm going to drive it home again because it's one of my favorite stories because it just shows you point blank. Um, I had one of my one-on-one clients who we were working on her worthiness and she worked a typical like corporate job. I think it was like nine to five or whatever, eight to four, whatever it was. Um, And we worked on her worth and she got a $35,000 raise, not a bonus, a raise, which had never been done before. 
in her like setting in her position at her age for where she was like she was she broke the mold basically and she's not like she's special yes like don't get me wrong she's special but the same thing is possible for you so whenever someone tells me that like it's not possible because of the job you work in like no so just know that abundance in terms of like wealth abundance in terms of money direct reflection of your self-worth so if you feel like you are in a lack mindset you're not like bringing in what you want to bring in that's a definitely worthiness wound okay the next sign of like a worthiness wound is not trusting your emotions or intuition um or feeling like you can't trust that nidge or that nuggle always looking for outside opinions and advice and trusting them over yourself again it's because you don't feel like you are worthy and you can't trust yourself and you feel like you're putting the trust in others before your own okay obviously perfectionism another big source of the worthiness wound because you're striving for that perfection and it's like if i'm that perfect if i achieve xyz then i'll receive love not realizing that there's no such thing as perfection of course unless we're talking about poop perfection and go back and listen to that episode if you're curious about that poor boundaries Another big thing of worthiness. That's because when you do not have boundaries, you're not having boundaries because you are hoping that your lack of boundaries is going to give you love and validation. You need to start having better boundaries if you want to raise your self-worth. And people will either meet you there or they'll fall off. But this is going back to not caring what other people think. You won't care because your boundaries. Constantly comparing yourself to others is another big sign of how the worthiness wound manifests. You are in competition with no one except for like yourself in terms of like, you know, always evolving, changing, growing and being the best person you can be healing, etc. Also feeling the need to prove yourself over and over and over again, like going out to prove something, doing something to prove to mom, to dad, to friends, to this, to that big, big sign of worthiness, right? So we really know that the worthiness is at play no matter what results you achieve in life, if it never feels enough. So it's like, no matter what your body looks like, it's never enough. No matter what job you have, never enough. The friends or relationships is never enough. If you never feel like anything in your life is enough, that is tied to worthiness. And so there's basically, you get this unshakable sense within you that you have to work harder, push harder, do more, all, and then you get stuck in this hamster wheel. And I have, like, I've gotten so much better at this, but I was stuck in this for years. And I didn't come out of it until, like, a couple of years ago. And that's why I can say, like, having been on one side and having been on this now, this is why I want to do this episode for you guys and really help you. And then, like, if you really want to heal it, get into Goddess Activation, which is open right now. Because this is also coupled with an obsession with success to validate yourself. And that, when you can finally get the success, you basically, it's like a, oh, then I'll feel worthy, not realizing that it's never going to be enough. So I want you to think about or really draw attention to what's going to happen if you do not fix this worthiness wound, because you basically get stuck in this hamster wheel of unworthiness that's really going to deplete you, exhaust you. It's going to give you this, basically this sense that something's, something's wrong with you and that you're never going to be able to fully go after what you want because you're going to be sabotaging when you get close. It's also going to help, not help, but cause a lack of intimacy in relationships and friendships. It's going to make you closed off. You know, you're going to keep playing small and not shining your light. I cannot tell you how many people I come across that are playing small and not shining your light. And you not being you is literally a disservice to the world. Like you not being fully 100%, you know, Jessica or 100% Nicole or 100% Olivia is a disservice to the world. 
And what it's going to do is it's going to also keep you in destructive patterns. It's going to keep you in destructive relationships. It's going to keep you attracting the same negative relationships over and over again. And it's also going to keep you needing permission or approval from others moving forward. And the thing about that is that it doesn't matter who these people are, even if they're the close people to you. They are not living life through your experience and through your eyes. And so they're never going to fully understand. So you cannot need permission for others or approval going forward for what you want to do because you're never going to live up to your fullest potential. And when you are not living fully authentically you, you are not going to be able to bring in the health, body, career, friendships, relationships, everything that you want. And then you're also not going to speak up when it matters. And there is nothing that you will ever do or say that can make you more or less worthy. There is nothing that you will ever do or say or fail to say that can make you less worthy. You are worthy simply because you exist. And so healing the worthiness wound allows you to internalize this concept so that you actually feel enough. And I remember, guys, I spent 20, what am I now? I'm 29, turning 30 in December. I spent 27 years of my life not feeling enough. So I can tell you that like, it is to internalize the concept of actually feeling enough is crazy and insane. And it's not like, don't get me wrong. It's been a hard journey, but I'm telling you it is possible to feel enough. So I wanted to show you, like I want to describe to you kind of, cause you guys know I like to break down the benefits, basically the benefits of healing the worthiness rune, right? And like what's going to happen when you actually heal this. And I want to show you what is possible, right? So when you heal the worthiness wound, it is not a one-stop shop. Similarly to like a physical wound that you would get, you have to first address and understand the wound, right? So we have to address and understand, okay, why is the worthiness wound there in the first place? Then you have to like, let's think about it as if it was an actual cut. Okay, the wound, the cut of the worthiness. Then you have to clean it up, right? We have to get all the gunk out, all the trauma, all the, you know, things your mom said to you, teachers, coaches, society, whatever made you feel like you were not. We got to clean that out. All right, then we got to suture it up. We got to close it up through the reprogramming tracks, the codes, the deep work, the energy healings, the caustic readings, the whatever it is, suture that up. I wanted to pause here and let you guys know that goddess activation is now open until the 16th of August. This is for those of you who really want to learn to glow from the inside and really transform into radical self-love. Everything starts with how you feel about yourself, your relationships, career, health, all of it is a direct reflection of self-love. So if you want to start feeling worthy and deserving of the best life has to offer and not only feel magnetic, but delicious in your body, then come and join us in Goddess Activation. We're really going to heal and ignite your self-love in a way that is going to awaken your inner goddess. And just as a warning, Goddess Activation will activate your heart on a deep level and fill you with so much love and happiness and really elevate you in all areas of your life. So if you're not already feeling like a goddess, this is your sign to join us this month. It's going to be juicy. There's going to be so much healing and yeah, you're going to just going to feel magical after that. So with that being said, if you are feeling called, feeling the pull, definitely check out the link in the description box and yeah, let's jump back in. And then you finally have to take tender care for the external circumstances that may come and rip the wound open once more. So what does that look like? That means removing toxic relationships. That means setting up boundaries, right? Because those boundaries would otherwise be an external circumstance that could come and rip open the wound once more. 
we have boundaries, then the wound doesn't get ripped open. If we don't have those toxic relationships, the wound doesn't get ripped open, right? If we're not having the negative self-talk, then the wound doesn't get ripped open. And like, I could go on for like just all the things that could rip open the wound for like 30 minutes. But this is what I mean by like the work is well worth the effort. And as you begin to heal this wound, you are going to open yourself up to the endless possibilities, you know, of being being a goddess. That's actually why I named it goddess. A reading goddess, right? Because you're going to feel more comfortable with your emotions. You are going to make tremendously more money and impact. You are going to ask for what you want with ease. You are going to like feel good in your body, feel good naked, feel good in your clothes. You are going to create a container for yourself with so much self-acceptance, with so much self-compassion that let's say you did mess up. You don't necessarily feel unworthy because you made mistakes. You know, you're going to be able to access your higher self. You're going to feel a total freedom and fully express yourself. You're not going to be, you know, shy of saying something or being too much. Oh, that's another big one. The worthiness wound is also tied to like being too much. And I used to think for so long that I was too much. I was afraid of being too much to this, to that. And like now I've been able to fully step into myself and like I'm more fluid. I'm more flexible. I'm a lot more happy, right? And you're also going to be able to, you know, feel vulnerable and real in relationships. And you're basically going to be able to embody this sense that you have nothing to prove to no one, right? And so the the journey of like feeling worthiness is basically a journey back to yourself, right? It's back to that person that you were born being before you had all these external traumas, filters, everything that made you feel like you were less than, right? It's a journey back to your true self. And as women, as females, you know, we are all goddesses, right? The self you were born to be before everyone told you who to be. Your biggest, most expressive self, right? And so... I want to remind you of a few things and then we're going to do like a little exercise. So I want you to remember that you were born worthy and then programs and beliefs made you feel unworthy. So if there's one like mantra I want you to get into your head, it's that you are worthy because you exist. End of story. And oftentimes we don't embrace, you know, self-love as already something that exists within us. Time and time again, I see people thinking that love is something that must be earned and that you're not worthy of it simply because you exist. You think you have to be smart. You have to get into this university. You have to be this good wife, this good mom, this good this, this good that. You have to, I don't know, always have a clean house, always do this. Like I've seen the things that I've seen where people tie it to worthiness, right? Like, but what you have to realize is that if you do not love yourself, no amount of love from the external will feel enough. It does not come if you get that dream job. If you get that dream relationship, if you get that dream body, that dream health, it comes before. Okay. So like the, another thing I like to say is that having abs is not going to help you love yourself, but loving yourself will help you get abs. You know, having the, making more money is not going to make you love yourself, but loving yourself will help you make more money. I want you to really ingrain this into your head that you need to feel good in yourself first. In, this is also in order to heal your body, whether you have acne, eczema, psoriasis, gut health issues, anxiety, depression, hormonal, all this stuff, you know, is tied to worthiness. You know, any, it's tied to everything in your life. And that's why when you raise that, when you shift that, and when you fix your self-worth, you really fix everything else in your life. It's like a ripple effect. Once you heal the self-worth, it causes ripples in every other thing, right? So, We hold our worthiness in our lower energy centers, right? So this is our, basically from your bra line to your pubic bone is like your lower energy centers. And this is where you hold your worth. So if you, 
do not feel safe, then you do not feel worthy. And this is also tied to where a lot of people like if you gain weight in your midsection, if you have trouble letting go of weight, chances are you have a worthiness wound and you're not feeling safe. And when I've had people like we just work on their worthiness wound, like aside from changing like diet, because sometimes when people come to me, they're already like eating really healthy, gluten free, you know, dairy free, they're exercising, moving all of the physical stuff is great. We do their worthiness and we release the energetic stuff and they like they drop 10 pounds and that weight they can never lose. Right. And so you carry that in your adult lives in these lower energy centers, which looks like lack of self-esteem, lack of personal power, and your mind takes what it learns and it programs and affirms it. So I want you to really remember that your thoughts become your reality. If you're declaring, oh, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly, I don't have money. Okay, cancel, cancel, cancel. I just, I, I don't even like saying it on the podcast because I don't want to affirm this for me, but we're going to do a hypothetical bubble and I know in my subconscious mind that I don't actually mean this, but you know what I mean. Or, you know, then you're not going to. Or if you're like, oh, my skin is like this, that, my skin is, you know, acne, whatever like that, then you are going to have it. And as someone who has been there on that side, I can definitely tell you that your thoughts become your reality. And I've helped now hundreds of women kind of change their thoughts and reprogram them. And they've lost weight. They've, you know, they've actually given themselves bigger boobs, all these types of things because of what they declare. So I want to now, we're going to do a little exercise. I actually have a few things I want to do with you in this episode, but I'm going to ask you three questions now. So you're going to you're going to pause this episode or if you're listening to this on the go, come back to this episode and re-listen to it or just jot these questions down in your notes and come and do them like tonight or anything because um, this is like really where you need to start with the worthiness band. I want you to think about number one, how do I seek love? Okay, like are you seeking love from, you know, words? Are you seeking love from praise? How are you seeking love? And then I want you to think of how do I seek validation? Is it from your boss? Is it from your partner? Is it from them? You know, whatever it is. A stranger telling you, you know, you're, you look good today or you have a nice shirt or whatever it is. And the third thing that I want you to like pause and like reflect and answer now if you can. What am I longing for? And with this last question, I really want you to think of like, what is it that you're actually longing for like what is it that you're actually like craving and desiring because chances are those things that you are longing for and craving desiring what is like the layer beneath the actual thing if it's like oh like I'm craving you know a relationship I really I don't know I really want like a boyfriend or a partner or whatever it is a woman depending on what floats your boat but what is it actually beneath that what is it about the relationship or if it's really long for like, I'm really long for a dream home. I'm really longing for, you know, this job so I can make X amount of money. Okay. But what is it that you're actually longing for beneath that? Is it freedom? Is it flexibility? Is it whatever it is? I want you to really think about it. Okay. Beautiful. So hopefully you pause and thought about some of those questions. I next kind of want to dive into really connecting to the little girl inside because most of you listening to this are women. Um, I'm just going to like assume little girl, but often it's a little girl. It's the younger version of us that learned that she wasn't worthy, right? She battled, you know, self-doubt, criticism, you know, not being perfect, wanting to be liked, wanting to be loved. Perhaps you, 
you know, were bullied and now, you know, you struggle with low self-esteem or you overstretch yourself and people please and have poor boundaries to compensate or you hustle, like you're hustling to all the time and you're like driving, driving, driving or like you give too much. Maybe you charge too little, you know, you are different for different people depending on what you believe that they want you to be, all of these things, right? So I want you to start connecting with this younger version of you. And I want you to really commit to finding what it is or what it it was that triggered her self-worth wounds. So if you have deep self-worth wounds that, you know, sabotage your life and your relationships, that get you in the way and trip you up and hold you back, I want you to wonder if you've done like this work, what would you, what would that give you in return? Like, and really carve out this time and space in your day to connect with that child inside. And this can start by like sitting still. This can start by like meditation, like mindfulness meditation. And if you don't like, you know, formal meditation, just try, you know, holding on to a cup of tea and doing that or putting your hand on your heart and your chest so that you can connect to your breath. You know, you could also listen to some calming music. You can connect to yourself and any other feelings that, you know, that are buried by using pen and paper All of these things, I want you to start writing about them. I want you to write about the hurt. I want you to write about those times, your childhood, where you didn't feel enough. And I want you to write about all these memories that have left you with wounds. Do not be afraid of tears. You have to feel it to heal it. In fact, I know from experience, the more the tears, the more the breakthrough, right? And so I want you to really try to love yourself through the pain and the hurt and basically wrap yourself in a warm blanket both physically and metaphorically and give your inner child the love security comfort validation that she missed out on and I want you to start affirming the opposite of those core beliefs you know telling yourself that you're loved you're whole you're perfectly imperfect you are enough like you are absolutely enough all right I'm gonna take a sip of my water and we're gonna dive into our next little exercise I want you to do so you thought about those three questions then that's like also connecting with your inner child. That's going to help heal this. And of course, if you guys need help with this, like I know this episode, and this episode is honestly the tip of the iceberg. So go through this and then definitely join Goddess. So because there's a worthiness reprogramming track in there that is like gold that I channeled and like, oh, it's just amazing. Um, and there's a whole section on like self-love and receiving love and the whole thing. So definitely get into that. But start here and then go and join Goddess before it closes on the 17th. We're going to do a little exercise for tapping into your self-worth. So I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen, and I'm going to walk you through this. We're going to do a little bit of visualization, and then we're going to do like a reflection exercise. And I really want you to take your time with each part of this. This is like my little, my gift to you as like an exercise that I want to help you guys with and like as as a sample of what it's like to work with me. So I want you to use your imagination And I want you to imagine an older, wiser aspect of yourself like you a hundred years from now and that this older, wiser self loves you unconditionally. Not if you are a certain thing, look a certain way, have a certain income, job, et cetera. No, no. Unconditional. So eyes closed. I want you to imagine that you or with your older, wiser self in a beautiful place in nature. 
Perhaps you're sitting on the grass. Perhaps you're on the beach, in the mountains, the desert. And just taking a moment to be fully present in this beautiful place. And using all your senses to see, feel, hear, and smell nature. And I want you to imagine that you, as a very small child, are also with you. Playing near you and your older, wiser self. And imagine that you can see you as a small child through the eyes of your older, wiser self. Who loves you unconditionally. Now I want you to write down what qualities you see in this little child. Is it compassion, empathy, kindness, patience, sensitivity, curiosity, creativity? And also write down any special gifts you've been given. Musically gifted scientifically gifted, gifted in dance or sports, and so on. Write down everything that comes to mind. And I want you, once you have your list of who you really are, and you can continue to add to this as you become more aware of your intrinsic qualities, you're now going to start to notice these qualities in your everyday life. And I want you to comment to your inner child about them. So, for example, you might say, thank you for your empathy and compassion towards your friend. Or thank you for your wonderful creativity. Or thank you for your sensitivity in this situation. Whatever it is, anytime during your day that you notice these qualities, you're going to thank your inner child for these qualities as they come up in your life. Make sense? Beautiful. All right. So I want to um, give you guys a few more little tips to really help you start to build your self-worth. So number one, keeping daily small promises to yourself. Number two, saying no to something you do not have the energy or desire to do. This one is huge. So many times I find people struggle with this goes into boundaries and people pleasing. Saying no is like, should be your new saying this. Yeah. Next one is speaking your truth. I want you to imagine that what, what would you say? What would your truth be if you weren't afraid of abandonment or rejection? If you weren't afraid of being left or someone not liking you or loving you or leaving you, etc. Of course, next up is putting up boundaries. Anytime that something feels icky, anytime you don't want to do something, don't do it. Anytime you don't want to go somewhere, say no. No, without over-explaining. I'm also going to add that in. And the last one, and this one is really good that I want you to start practicing, is expressing a need and communicating how it can be met. So, for example, let's say your love language is, you know, gifts. This is not mine, but I'm looking at flowers right now, so that was the first thing that came to mind. Okay, so, uh, you know, I receive love through gifts. And communicating to maybe your partner of saying, I receive love through gifts. So little gestures like flowers 
really allow me to feel and like receive love, etc. Beautiful. Or, you know, expressing to you, maybe like your boss, this is one that came up with a client, um, is texting you at like nine o'clock at night. And the need of like having a boundary, like I need you to not, you know, ask me to do work things outside of work hours. You can ask me and reach me through the hours of nine to five or whatever it is and communicating how it can be met. Hopefully those examples, like I would try to pick like a businessy one and like a, a work one and a personal one, but expressing need and communicating how it can be met. All right, guys, I know that was a deep, juicy episode. I know I give you a lot of exercise and things to do, but it's because I know so many of you really struggle with this wound and I want to give you guys some things that you can start off with now. And then um, when you join Goddess, you can dive into all the videos, do all the healings, all the releasings, et cetera, that really allow you to get back to feeling like how how you should, right? Because we're all worthy and deserving of love. There is an infinite amount of abundance available in the universe. What, you know, I don't want you to look at me and think it's like, oh, like, live is live is special live is the anomaly like yes i'm special like you know we're all special in our ways we have our gifts etc but we're not special in the fact that like what's you know possible for me is not possible for you you know i want you to think of how you would like to live your life and use that someone who's living your life in a way to show you that it's now available to you and that the life you live is really created by your mind and your energy. There are so many realities available. There are so many norms available. And so if it's available to me or to someone else you see, then it's available to you. And, you know, instead of thinking of a, you know, one in a million, but it can't be me, I want you to be like, well, they're the exception and I am too. Because I created the impossible and that's really what I want for you. And I'm here to tell you that, like, I am not special in these ways. The people who are in goddess and well-nourished and one-on-one, Special, yes, but not in the way I'm talking about, are not special. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. And if you're thinking it sounds too good to be true, it's not. It's actually what you deserve. So I want you to keep that in mind. If And this goes for everything in life. If you're thinking about your dream house, your dream car, whatever it is, if it sounds too good to be true, it's what you deserve. End of story. All right, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, if you enjoyed, I would love for you to leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps the podcast get discoverable and helps, you know, new people to find it. And I also wanted to add a special thing that we are doing starting this month, August. So if you take a screenshot of this episode and post it to your stories, you will be entered to win a $200 gift card. We'll be pulling one at the end of each month. So every episode you share on your stories, tag me also so I can see it because if you don't tag me, then I won't know you're sharing. Tag me so I can see it and you'll be entered to win a $200 gift card, like Visa gift card, cash gift card, um, whatever, like depending on where you live in the world, we'll, we'll figure it out. But $200 in cash, whatever it is, um, you will win. And that's kind of like my thank you to you for sharing things that, that you love about the podcast or episodes that you really love. So definitely partake in that if you are interested in getting $200. So with that being said, I appreciate you guys so, so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode.